It's the Hedonistic Way podcast. It's a way of life. It tastes like freedom. It's the most divine microcosm. Mind blowing. Mind blowing. It's a revolution. Heart wide open. Liberated love. It's liberated love. Conscious conversations. Conscious conversations. The exhilarated expansion of self. Whatever you like. All I, All I know is it, is it feels, feels amazing. amazing. It's the most decadent way. It's the most decadent way to live life. Intimate and intuitive conversations with epic humans who are disrupting the status quo and living a life with stereo untypical success. Hello, I am Renee Main, and welcome to the Hedonistic Way at Midday Show. So today's episode, I am bringing back one of my all-time favorite humans. She is absolutely amazing. And our first show with her, it sparked up a conversation in so many people in ways that beyond, was way beyond what we could have ever imagined. And it was someone who I had so much more to share with you and we had so much more to discuss. She is the temple of she. She is one of the most humble, beautiful, grounded oracles that we have walking this divine planet. Amy Tolley. Oh, hello, beautiful. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? That's such a beautiful introduction. I love the way you present people. It's just like, oh, I'm really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you are really awesome. You really are. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, it's so nice to be back. Oh, it's so nice. It's always just nice to have you in my radar because as I was saying, like in our first show, there was so much that we could have delved into and um, and I just feel like we could have explored so much more. And last week it just came, I was like, it's time to get Amy back. It felt like the divine <laughs> right time. So that's when I reached out to you. So thank you so much for making yourself available. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now I know that you are in, I just realized I didn't put my phone on do not disturb. So I'm going to put it out there that <laughs> no, yeah. one, no one tries to call or message or anything else. Um, so I know that now you're about to, you're in launch mode in terms of your Yoni practitioner. Yep. Yeah. And um, training, which is, absolutely amazing and I really want to get into my partner and I were talking about orgasms on the we went away for the weekend and so we we're talking about it you know on the drive and is that noise from your end or my end oh I'm not sure I can't hear anything 
Oh, maybe what it was my end. I don't know. I just heard this massive noise. But anyway, hopefully those watching can hear okay. Um, now, I, as much I want to get into our ability to expand our orgasms and the work that that's actually required that goes into that. Um, but what I want to ask you is I just had a shower and... I didn't know I was going to ask you this until I was in the shower with this before. I this noise, but anyway. Um, is it? Is it like a continuous noise or? No, it's like a. <laughs> it might. It might be my fan. I'll just switch the fan off. Oh, maybe it is. That's. Is right. that better? Yeah, I think it is actually. Although, because okay. you're in Bali, aren't you? So I don't I want am. you sweating your bollocks. I don't know, I'm, in a, I'm in a small box, like a metre by a metre. So <laughs> it's all good. We'll, we'll just sweat it out. <laughs> See how you go. But it's cold here in Melbourne today, so it's really overcast. And, but yes. Anyway, so back to orgasms and amplifying our orgasms and everything else. But what I wanted to ask you, I experienced something really new yesterday that hasn't got to do with orgasms whatsoever but I feel like you're the person to ask about it and that was with my partner and I went away for the weekend and I we had an amazing time we were with amazing people I laughed like I haven't laughed that much in ages I didn't think about my mum, who, for those of you who may or may not know, has recently passed away. I didn't think about, like, managing all the stuff that I've had to think about. And guess what I felt on the way home yesterday? What? Guilt. Yeah. And I know that you've, and I hope you don't mind me asking, but I know that you've lost your father and today I woke up still feeling this sense of guilt. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, what was your, ex it's like, it's, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. And then, wow, it feels so fucking good just to laugh. Yeah. And then I felt guilty for it. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, totally. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it doesn't surprise me, but it's so funny because that's actually a topic that I have written. Like I have this list when I have brain waves of things that, oh, that's really good content for Facebook or to go live yeah. on or talk about. And yeah. just last week, the topic that I wrote down was, I feel good and I feel guilty about that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, fucking apt that you brought it up today. Totally. Absolutely. What? So what I was... That's, that's, that's guilt. That's our humanness. Like last week I was experiencing the same kind of thing. I'm finally in Bali. I have created this amazing fucking life that I have, that's been a long time coming and you know, it was to happen last year, but then with dad dying, it got postponed yeah. 12 months. And so instead I had to go down this deep fucking hole of grief and holding my family and supporting yeah. my mother and my sisters. And, and it just turned into this, incredible process instead and then finally yeah. this year I'm like okay now I can you know I can walk away from my family 
feeling guilty, but I can do it and yeah. move on with my life. And I got to Bali and I've, you know, participated in an incredible retreat with the Institute for Intuitive Intelligence. Yeah. I've like, I'm living in Bali and then a beautiful dear friend of mine is going through an incredible um, marriage breakup at the moment. And then, and I just went, Oh my God, I feel so mm-hmm. guilty for feeling mm-hmm. good mm. because I've been going through so much shit and there's so many people out there going through so much shit. And, you know, it's something that is so deeply ingrained in us not to boast, not to speak about how good we are, not to, you know, there's always that, um, the scar wars, like, Oh, look, my scar is bigger than yours. Oh no, mine's even bigger than yours. Like, yeah, the, the, the awards come for the most torture that you've suffered. Yeah not for the fucking incredibleness that you have created. Yeah. We're taught that from a very, very young age. And, you know, that's the, the whole tall poppy shit comes from yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's – so it's the same thing. It's like we're not raised to be proud of our achievements, our power yeah. as women when yeah. we accomplish things. Like, you know, another thing that I've really had to learn to do and consciously make myself do yeah. is celebrate my successes. Yeah. For the very same reason. Like, you know, I've sold, I think I've got two places left in the Yoni Massage Practitioner training. I was like, I have to fucking celebrate that. And again, there was this level of, oh, but, you know, I, like I achieved it, but I don't need to celebrate it. It's like, fuck no, yes, you do need to celebrate yeah. it. And I did. And yeah. so, yeah, because we were taught from such a very young age that don't boast. You know, yeah. don't. And then, so what does that mean? Okay, well, I can't boast when things are good in my life. So when yeah. things are good in my life, that doesn't always equate to being a good thing. Mm. So, you know, of course, when we go through hell, like losing a loved one, mm. and then we start to get on with life in a in a new way because life would never be the same again. No. So it, it's kind of figuring out how does this work now? Yeah. And it? when we start to find that, mm. it's like, I can't feel good about this because I've been taught not to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and I know for me, it's the same when I tap back into my family, it's really hard because some of the time they're in that same place of suffering and, and self torture. So it's like, Oh God, tapping into that. It's like, and then here I am sitting in Bali in the fucking sun by the pool, living my best life. Yeah. And I talk to them and they're just in tears and life is so hard and it's awful and I can't function. And it's like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's really fucking hard. And oh. that isn't going to change mm. unless we start to give ourselves permission mm. to change that and go, okay, I'm feeling guilty about that now. And I fully acknowledge that the guilt is there, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to keep feeling good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And because in that, I had that moment of, because it's like it's the surface, it's it's the entry point of, of what's really going on, you know. And, yeah. and for me, it was this morning, it was I feel guilty. But then I was like, what's underneath the guilt? what's what's behind the guilt and that you know so and that took me on this you know journey of and sometimes you know I feel like we can stop it at I was like oh I feel guilty and I feel sad and yeah okay 
full stop and that's it. I'll just try to make myself happy again. But I said, okay, what's behind the guilt? And behind the guilt, it was, you know, it was closure. You know, it was at the end, like once I kind of dug down, it was like, who am I to actually be deserving of closure and to feel happy, you know? And, um, but you know, and that gave me something to work through and that gave me something with into in terms of what was really going going on and I guess that that's probably a perfect segue into I kind of feel like how we make love and how we experience orgasms is exactly the same you know it's what's going on here but when we dig a little bit deeper um it all changes and yeah. we get to work out what's what's really going on. And mm. so my question to you within that is for those people who know that they're not that everyone's capable, like how can people expand their their pleasure? Mm. <laughs> Gee, that's not a ginormous question I at know, all. It's just a small question. <laughs> and you have one <sighs> to do it. <laughs> oh God. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what we that's yeah, that's what we all want, right? We want yeah. more and better yep. pleasure. Totally. Fucking yep. yeah, bring it on. Yeah. And you know, I think you're so right like is it's the same with anger we're Mm. never angry for the reason we think we are yes yeah we're never sad for the reason we think we are yeah yeah and we're never unable to experience pleasure Mm. for the reason that we think we can't Mm. so it's it's you know you you hit the nail on the head it's like what's deeper than that okay and you know for women Nine out of ten times when you fucking dig through those layers, you mm. will get to good old self-worth. Yeah. That's a doozy. And it has a lot to answer for, especially yeah. when it comes to pleasure. We have so much around our bodies and our ability to be open to receiving in that particular way and there's just layer upon layer upon layer of things that have told us that's not safe. Mm. Yeah, and, and our vaginas, the literal vagina, the, the inside canal is such an incredible physical space that it is so deeply emotionally connected to us. And it, it's like a mirror. It reflects all of the shit, all of the emotions. It's like... I suppose in a way it's like, I don't know if you're familiar with the Akashic library. Yeah. So the Akashic library, yeah, it's the library of our soul. It has, you know, every, every moment, every lifetime, every, everything from our souls, past, present, future, every possible existence in a way, our Yoni is exactly the fucking same. She is the library of your lifetimes of shit, of your lifetimes of pleasure, of your lifetimes of guilt, shame, holding on, trauma, all of that stuff. She holds it all there. And, you know, when you go in to do a yoni massage and you're, you're touching those points, you're triggering those points, you're triggering 
that or you're activating rather I don't like the word triggering you're activating that aspect of you and you're allowing yourself to explore that and so for women who don't have that relationship with their yoni then you know they're, they're always exploring or they're always receiving or giving on a very superficial level and of course, you know, that's going to dry out pretty quickly. That's going to be not so fulfilling pretty quickly. And which leaves us all in this place of, okay, how do I get more pleasure? How do I do yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. To do that, you actually have to go in here. You have to go within to this, not, oh, I want to find a better lover. Oh, I want to find a guy who's got better technique or a woman who's got better technique. Like that ain't going to do it. <laughs> it's, you know, and, and it's interesting. I had a, I had a beautiful encounter recently with a man, and we had an incredible conversation after amazing sex, and and a lot of that conversation was about making pleasure better yeah. by surrendering yes. and by just opening up and by letting go, mm-hmm. and you know because we come into that space with so much so many insecurities and so many hang-ups about, you know, or oh, my, my, my boobs flop to the side when I lay on my back. So I don't want to do that. Or if I get on top, you know, he's going to see all my belly or uh, whatever it may be. Everyone has their story. Yeah. yeah. Or my vaginal flaps are too big and I don't want him to, to go down on me or yeah. whatever it may be. And that instant sets the tone yes. for your vibration going into that sexual encounter yeah. because Pleasure is all about energy. Energy is about vibration. Yeah. And a high vibration mm-hmm. is what connects us to bliss. Yeah. So better pleasure comes from a higher vibration. Yeah. It's, you know, that, that's basic science, really. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing woo-woo about that. It, it's no. just, it's basic science. Yeah. So any of those insecurities that you're taking into that moment, any, even, yeah. you know, even if you're going into that, half an hour ago feeling guilty about your, you know, being a crap mother or whatever it is coming Mm. into that with that vibration is still going to impact your experience and your ability to receive and give pleasure in that moment. So, you know, that's a really good place to start is before you go into any sexual encounter or even as it's starting, Mm. just really consciously going within taking those breaths, breathing into your heart space, breathing down into your womb space Mm. and just feeling her. How is she feeling right now? How can I raise my vibration in this moment Mm. to receive more, to receive better, to heighten what I'm about to experience or what I'm about to give? And, you know, that's a really beautiful way to start to open yourself to more pleasure. And then it's, you know, I think opening surrendering and letting go like yes they're kind of all one and the same but they're also three very different things and they're really fucking scary things for a woman to do in pleasure in sex in in sexual interactions yeah and I, I wrote a post on Facebook recently that just sort of went crazy because everyone was like fuck yes I totally relate because like what happens if I really really let go in that moment yeah you know and a lot of us have never let go so we don't know what would happen and for that reason we won't let go because I don't know what will happen and I'm a control freak and I can't do that (laughs) and for some of us it's like it might be humiliation 
you know, yeah. I don't know what might come out of my mouth. I don't know what sound I might make. I might shit myself. I might wet myself. I might, I don't know. So I'm not going to go there. Yeah. But it's on the other side of that mm. where the fucking real, incredible, heart-cracking mm. juiciness mm. is. It's, you know, everything is on the other side of fear. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Everything. What if it's like, you know, what if it's, it's like, what if it's the practical element of it as well, you know, so, because it is like, it's so much of that, you know, that ecstasy in that moment um, that we feel is that there is such oneness in in that and you feel so expansive and connected um in Mm. that space and but you're so right like it's what is it going to look like you know and it's that fear of of what is going to come out of me because we're so used to it being suppressed for so long how can people start to i guess massage that that fear of of the mm. unknown of what's what's going on or what's yeah. on the other side of that pleasure yeah um well you know it it, it starts with with you and yeah. with with ourselves and with with self-exploration you know in a safe private space with just you and yes. you know if you've got a partner that you you have that relationship with then eventually you know you can go there with them as well but it, it starts here so just looking at your masturbation practices. Okay. Mm. What does that actually look like? Yeah. Is it, you know, how often am I doing it? Why am I doing it? What's the intention behind it when I go to masturbate? Is it just, Oh fuck, I'm horny. I want to go to sleep and you know, I'll just rub one off quick and go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it like, Oh, I'm feeling really sensual today and and I'd just like to have an orgasm. So I'm going to do it. And, you know, just taking that moment. Okay. Actually, why am I doing this right now? Yeah. And doing it consciously, so setting the time and the space up, and that yeah. that kind of signals to yourself, actually, I'm worth taking the time right now. This doesn't have to be a hurried two-minute process. This can be a half an hour. This can yeah. be an hour if I have the luxury of that time. Yeah. Um, and just, so first of all, okay, I'm feeling horny right now. What's, what's in that? Yeah. And then um, when you start the process, just really consciously notice what you're doing. How do I like to be touched? Where do I like to be touched? Mm. What sensations heighten the Mm. ecstasy for me? Yeah. And then, you know, there's so many different tools and and toys and all sorts of things out there that you can help use to, because I am a bigger woman, Mm. I find it quite difficult to completely penetrate with my fingers alone and to explore um the whole entirety of my vaginal canal so yeah. things like um a crystal wand or um like you can get kind of curved um 
glass ones or crystal ones or whatever, all kind of, so you can get like into all the creases and cracks and crevices of, mm. of your yoni space, yeah. um, a really good way to explore and massage all of those different points. And, you know, and just start by going around and just noticing different sensations. Oh, that spot's a bit sore. What's there? And just yeah. concentrating on that spot. Oh God, that spot feels amazing. What's it like if I go a bit deeper or harder and, and just really exploring mm. as opposed to just, you know, quickly feeling done and yeah. taking that time with yourself. And, you know, that you can do that in 10 minutes. Mm, like yeah. I'm not saying this has to be a full hour dedication thing because we don't all have an hour to do that. But, yeah. you know, even just 10 minutes. And I think music is a really beautiful thing mm. to have as part of a self-pleasure practice because, you know, we know when we hear a particular piece of music, it creates a mood. Yeah. yeah, we hear a sad piece of music, it makes us cry. We hear a happy piece of music, it makes us jump up and dance. So finding music that really starts to bring up that juiciness feeling in you, yeah. create a playlist, my self-pleasure playlist, and, you know, play that as you explore. And sometimes it may lead to orgasm, sometimes it may not, yeah. because it's, it's about getting to know you how do I function how do I tick how do I like to be touched felt explored and only then you can take that in to somebody else and really interact about okay no I don't like that no do this here I really like it here and and I like it at this pace or this whatever so it's it's um yeah you've got to give yourself that time to not only you know masturbate but explore self exploration is so so important because self exploration is what makes self pleasure better yeah absolutely absolutely and it's not a <clears throat> you know it's a choose your own adventure as well where mm. you know it'll be different every single time so it's not like it's yes I like this and right now I can do this here is because it is, it's so dependent on where you're at and how you're feeling in that particular moment that um, it does. Absolutely. Um, I want to ask you, there was a question in there that I felt um, it was about, I'm just trying to, remember what it was now is about the practical side of it is so you know it's like many of us have children many of us Mm -hmm. have you know like and I think you know for us it's like I've got two kids you know it's so then it's creating the space where you know Mm -hmm. creating that sacred space Um, What do you say, you know, I think I was saying to you, you know, it's like I want to build a soundproof room where it's I'm not going to wake the kids. I'm not going to scale them for life. I'm, you know, (laughs) all of of these things. So what would you say? And, I mean, you know, everyone would have their own, the practical side of it. And, you know, the self you can create your own space. But when you are bringing it with your partner, and you're sharing that with them, what would you say in in regards to that? So in, in terms of, of creating the time and space? Yeah, in terms of like sometimes, you know, like, yeah, like 
just life, you know, it might mm. be kids, yeah. it might be a job, it might be a time of day, mm. you know, whatever yeah. that thing is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, again, it's hard because pleasure works so differently for everyone. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, for some people it might work really, really well to prioritize it and say, actually, you know, pleasure is just as important mm -hmm. as homework and school lunches. Yeah. So, you know, every Thursday lunchtime or whatever it may be is our pleasure time. And that may work really well for some people, but then other people are like, I can't get horny on schedule. It just yeah. happens when it happens. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, there's different approaches for different people, but the thing is actually making it a priority. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in the relationship and even, or even if you're a single parent or, you know, whatever it may be, because so many women come to me and, you know, we, we look at their issues or their, their, their concern and, and we implement things around and then we implement practices and it's like, oh, but it's so hard to do that because da, 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 da. it's like, okay, but is this actually a priority for you? Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's where it comes down to because, you know, you mm. brushing your teeth is an inconvenience yet we all like having clean teeth. So we make sure that we fit it in and do it before we go to bed. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, right. you know, it's the same with um, for people who are on the spiritual path and uh, have devotional practices or meditation or whatnot. It's like, oh, it's so hard to find the time of day to fit it in and I'm so busy. And it's like, okay, well, how much of a priority is this actually for you? Because if it really was a priority, you wouldn't yep. hesitate. It would be at the top of the list to get done no matter what. Yep. So I think that's a big part of this is like, okay, how much of a priority really is this for you? And if not, why not? Again, what's beneath that? Why isn't it a priority for you? So, and, you know, then when it comes to couples and then it's like having that discussion as a couple, okay, how much of a priority is it for our relationship that we are having intimacy and sexual pleasure together. And okay, so if this is really important for us in our relationship, why aren't we making it a priority? Why are paying bills, dropping kids at school, da 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 da, da taking space and time? Yeah. And you know, yeah, there's that practical human side of it. It's like, well, because the kids have to get here, the bills have to be paid, da da da. But if I have an orgasm or not, well, kind of not the same level. Well, yeah. You know, again, I would argue that. Is it the same level? Yeah. Again, what is the importance for you of yeah. experiencing and opening yourself in that way on a regular basis? Yeah. Is that actually really important to who you are as a human being and as a woman? And, you know, from that is really going to come your answers and come your priority. Yeah. So it's, there is always time. Yeah. There literally always is time. It's yeah. if we choose to take it or not. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, so, so true. And that's, I love that, you know, it does, you know, prioritizing our pleasure and, and that connection time with our partners, you know, as well. And yeah. that's, I think that's, you know, that's a big one, you know, cause the truth is, is like, if we're super fucking horny and aroused, we will make it happen. You know? Yeah, totally. It's a priority. It's going to happen. <laughs> So, but yeah. if it's that, if it doesn't have that, and I guess, again, like that could, gosh, lead us into a whole nother rabbit warren of, 
because we're so so trained of that urgency it's like you know so yeah. it feels urgent we want to do it but mm-hmm. if it's yeah, it's not so urgent so then we can kind mm-hmm. of become a little bit complacent in yeah. what is the actual need versus want you know yeah, of it totally and, um because it doesn't have that urgency of, but I need to pay the bills and I need to get my kids to school or to here and mm-hmm. cook dinner or make lunches or whatever. Um, but I do feel like there's a trade-off mm-hmm. for that as well. Yeah. You know? and, um, and I think in that, and not enough of us are asking the questions and yeah. digging deeper to going, why am I actually like this? Like, it amazes me, Amy. I hear so often that people will go, you know, you talk about like the frequency of how much they have sex with their partners. And I hear mm. so often that, oh, well, we have it, but half the time I just like do it for him and he'll, you know, he'll get off and, and that's it. And But I don't mind mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. What is that? Well, that is nothing other than a woman who doesn't know how to experience pleasure. Yeah. Because if it was really fucking mind-blowing and amazing, she would strive for that every time. Well, not strive for that, but she would allow that yeah. to happen every time. Yeah. But because she hasn't given herself the worthiness yeah. to be worshipped and revered, in the past mm. it's like well sex is not that great and pleasure's not that great so you know i'm just happy for him to you know get what he needs and yeah. and move on because you know it's 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 really nothing fabulous for me so yeah. you know that again that comes back to the relationship with herself and her relationship with pleasure and yeah. the fact that has she actually experienced mm. fucking amazing mind blowing body opening pleasure and you know for a woman to be happy with that tells me no she hasn't yeah that's right that's so true i find it true but also really fucking scary at the same time (laughs) yeah yeah totally yeah it's huge and i just you know and i was talking about it to my partner the other day on the weekend and and I feel, and I said to him, we're not taught this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. we're not taught. And it's like, it's, we have to like fumble our way through sex by trial and error or, yeah, you know, totally. feeling and, but then it's so subjective to, well, he made me feel this because he called me this and da da da. I was yeah. too wet or not yep. wet or I was da da da, like too whatever. Yeah. Mm. And oh, I don't know. I don't even know what my question is in that. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just, you know, it's not talked about. We don't teach children. We don't, like I was talking, I met a guy here in Bali the other day and and we're talking about what I do and the only massage and da-da-da-da-da. And 
And I said, oh, you know, it's a controversial. He's like, oh, why is it controversial? I was like, okay, well, think about that. Like, imagine if we were, I were to have this conversation with, say, your parents or an older couple or with children. He's like, oh, yeah, no, not with children. I was like, see, mm. there's the boundary. So why is yeah. that a boundary? You know, yeah. what's the difference in talking to children? He's like, oh, you, you know, you can't tell me you do a full demonstration of your only massage in front of children. I said, okay, so why not? You know, yeah. what is it around that, that that's so wrong or taboo? And he's like, yeah. oh, well, you know, just, you know, pleasuring yourself in front of children. It's just, you know, that's a line. You just don't cross that. Yeah. I was like, okay. So, you know, and that's, and I said to him, that's the work I do. Okay, let's look at that. Yeah. Why is that so wrong? And, yeah. and, I, and I completely, you know, this is a very touchy subject, but yeah. in today's society and the way that we function, of course, you know, you don't pleasure yourself in front of children. But yeah. You know, just imagine a society where children are welcomed into adulthood with a yoni massage or women are welcomed into adulthood with a yoni massage and taught this is how fucking sacred you are. Yeah. This is what pleasure is. This is how you are to be worshipped, yeah. revered in every single encounter yeah. with a lover man woman whatever you choose yeah but this is the level this is the standard where you start yes and just imagine the difference the different attitude that we would have the different perspectives that we would have imagine the fucking sex that we would have absolutely if that was where it started yeah and you know and then the attitude around children learning about sex would be completely different yeah yeah. Because, you know, we live in a society where, where sex is such a taboo, bad, awful thing mm. that, of course, we don't want to traumatise children because at the moment that's the way we see it. But if, dirty, if we could... Yeah. 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 So it, it's changing that and, and understanding that it doesn't have to be that way and it's only that way because we made it that way exactly. and there's actually a very different way for this to yeah. be and exist and and yeah. you know when something is taboo there's no education around it yes and absolutely. sex is exactly that like yeah so children they're going to have sex maybe not with their children but when they grow up they're going to yeah. have sex they're going to do yeah. it and you know we're okay go off off you go do it yeah, blindly yeah. you'll be right yeah don't go nuts <laughs> like what the fuck is that yeah you know and you know, and the whole, I'm not even going to go there because that's a whole other thing, but the whole abortion issue and, you know, taking away the woman that for women, it's, you know, again, it's a thing that, okay, so, but what about all the other knowledge that women have? What about, you know, the, the things that we've been using for thousands of years as natural contraception to abort pregnancies naturally, you know, mm. being in touch with our cycles and moon and our yeah. womb space and all of that powerful stuff Yeah. that actually if we tap into in the fucking beginning, it doesn't matter what the fuck the laws are. Yes. It's that knowledge. It's that deep inner knowing within ourselves that we need to yeah. come back to absolutely it's like okay they made a law so fucking what let the white men have their their game but yeah. that actually doesn't impact me or my body anyway yes yeah and, it, and it's reclaiming that power mm. that is the key for women for for girls for for men for relationships like yeah. it's yeah yeah no one can take that away from us no i agree and i think if there's more when there's more education i'll say if i'll say when um the, the more we yeah. educate boys and girls and men and women about this 
I said to my partner on the weekend, I honestly believe there will be less rape. There will be less domestic violence. We will perform mm. better in our jobs. We will, there'll yeah. be less yeah. mental illness. There'll be so, less mm. disease. I think everything totally. will change. I honestly, with every yeah. ounce of my being, yeah. I believe Completely. that to be true. Completely. I want to yep. ask you how then, you know, because how would we like, I was having this conversation last week and it's like, you know, teaching our kids that they're, vaginas or your penis whatever you know it is is sacred Mm. so how how do you teach them or guide them in a way that says this is sacred but Mm. it's not do you know what i'm trying to say that's not dirty that's more enlightened do you know what i'm trying to say Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think like anything with parenting, like any anything you're trying to teach your children, um, anything at all, it's lead by example. Yeah. Yeah, especially as, you know, their mother teaching daughters and, and, and fathers teaching sons or, you know, where there's families who there aren't those dynamics going on, it, it's mm-hmm. leading by example. And it's showing, demonstrating your relationship with that part of yourself and how you talk about that part of yourself because so much of it is subliminal. Yes. So much of it is subconscious. It's not actually the verbal face-to-face conversations that we have that have the biggest impact. It's the the stuff that goes under the radar that makes the biggest impact. So it's, you know, it's being really, and this is what conscious parenting is, right? It's, it's, you know, being conscious with every single thing and fuck, that is hard work. I'm not a parent, but you know, it is, it is hard to be conscious in every single word that you speak and and act and everything that you do with your children. And this is the same. It's, you know, it's having those. And I think one of the most important thing is that when children go through the stage where they, where they do play with their genitals, cause yes. they all do, it's, it's a normal yeah. stage of a developing yeah. human being um, is not to shame that is no. not to shut it down. Yeah. It's not to, you know, tell them to go away and do it in private because mm-hmm. all of those things instantly mm. imply mm. there's something wrong with what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, and I distinctly have the memory. I was, I must have been like grade one. I don't know what that is, five years old, six mm-hmm. years old, um, sitting in class at school and the teacher was reading us a story time. And I remember just sitting there just playing with my labia because I was just, yeah. I don't know, that's what kids do. Yeah. And I just remember the teacher being so horrified. Stop mm. it. Don't do that here. And I, just, and mm. I remember that distinctly. Yeah. It's like, oh. <gasps> shit what, what was I doing like what yeah. was so bad about what I was doing and yeah. but and I really clearly remember that like it was yesterday yeah and so it's you know those little things teach our children mm. how to have a relationship with that part of themselves yeah. so I think one of the most beautiful things that parents can do especially if you have the same anatomy as your child mm. is explore your own together 
Mm. So for mums and daughters to, you know, get out mirrors and look at your vaginas together. Oh, look at mummies. Look at the shape and size of mine. Oh, look at the colours. Oh, mummy's got hair here and there. And, you know, oh, look at yours. Oh, yeah, yours is a little bit different and you've got this. And, you know, as you grow and change and you, this is how yours mm. might change. And, you know, mm. even for mums and sons or whatever, it doesn't have to be same sex because, again, why does it have to be the same sex doing it? Yeah, that's just another layer of taboo and, and, and shit that we put around it. Yeah. So... It's just really having that healthy relationship. But also this is where it comes in to be able to teach them about respect and mm. consent. Yes. Yeah. Because we want yeah. our children to be free with their genitals, but yeah. we don't really want them to run down the street flapping them everywhere. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, you know, it's teaching them that not everybody is comfortable with yeah. seeing theirs or having theirs shown. So it's yeah. really important to ask people first yeah. or to respect that they may not want to see yours. So knowing that there's nothing wrong with yours, yeah. but, you know, you, you're respecting other people's boundaries and yeah. they've said no and respecting that no. Yes. So that's yeah. where, you know, consent can be taught from fucking one years old. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's not something that is taught at all all it's just kind of implied you know yeah. someone says no meh make your own interpretation yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> so it's it's yeah it all of that comes in together it's one big package and, and you know having a healthy relationship with your genitals consent mm -hmm. respect boundaries and self-worth mm -hmm. it's all it's all one big package and okay. yeah it's it's lead by example yeah big time yeah, absolutely. So much of it just comes down to, it's like every every single track that we go down, the flip mm. side of it is always, it's always self-worth, isn't it? Like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because like, you know, as you were just saying before, like all of that shit is going to change. Yeah. Because we will have fucking self-worth. Yeah. So that shit can change. Yeah. You know, and that's what it's going to take for that shit to change. It's like, actually, when I know how fucking worthy I am, I will not put up with any of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I will only create the existence, the relationships, all yeah. of that that I am truly yeah. worthy of. Yeah. Yeah. And so how then does the, how does that then, how do we begin to, you know, I just, I want to say shout from the rooftops, just being that it is so rife or like our lack of self-worth predominantly in women, I want to say, but knowing that it's relevant yeah. to everybody, how, yeah. how do we get women to start giving a shit and creating awareness around their mm. worth and going, well, actually, hang on a minute. You know, how does that happen? How, how do we do that? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's hard because like anything, you cannot see it and you cannot do anything yeah. about it unless you are willing. Yeah. And, you know, there are so many women out there walking around refusing to mm. see that in themselves mm. because it's just too scary. It's just too hard. Yeah. And I would rather yeah. live a miserable life than do anything about it. You know, men, women, yeah. everyone. There is many, 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 many hundreds of thousands of millions who are just not yeah. willing. And, 
you know, I, and I have clients who come to me and women who do my courses and they're willing to go this far, but no further. Yeah. And, you know, I, I can't do anything about that. I can hand you the tools. Mm. I can hold the space. Yes. I can do everything and mm. in holding mm. that for you. But unless you are willing to actually go there and do it yourself, then it's never going to happen. Yeah. So I think well, that's the biggest thing. That? Why do we cap? Because it is, I mean, I even feel it with some things within myself. Like it's, it's, it's capped. It's, we want to, is it that it's yeah. that again comes back to that safety, the yeah, safety totally. net of, yeah. of how we're feeling? Because I feel like we cap ourselves in so many ways that we don't, we're not even conscious of a lot of the time. Oh, how do we completely. begin to dissolve that? Mm. It's. Yeah, like I said, a lot of time we walk around blind and it's not until something happens, like an experience mm. or an interaction or something that it lights up that, oh, hang on, maybe that's not the best way to do things. Or maybe, you know, it's, it's our comfort zone. Yeah, we love our comfort zone. It keeps us safe. It keeps yeah. us secure. We don't have to be hurt. We don't yeah. have to push. It's, you know, good old comfort zone. And we live in a society where we don't like to push other people out of their comfort zone either. Yeah. Mm. Because it's, it's like, I don't want to make people uncomfortable because then it'll be seeing, you know, there'll be judgment and shame and shit upon me. So it's like, um, there's a lot of, there's so much fear around leaving the comfort zone. Yeah. Because we, to us, fear is such a strange, alien, terrible thing. But, you know, the more that I do this work, the more spiritual work that I do, the more fucking excited I get when I see a woman who comes to me in crisis or yeah. trembling with fear or terrified to take that next step because I know what's on the other fucking side. Yeah. And the fact that she is there and she is feeling it and she knows it needs to shift is like, oh, hallelujah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what I call a willing woman. And that's what I work with. That's who I work with is willing yeah. women. Those who on some level yeah. acknowledge there's something that's got to change. Yeah. And it's like, yes, that is where the fucking change is. That yeah. is where the good stuff is. So it's, you know, it's, again, it's subliminal, it's subconscious. And so much of it is what we're raised with. So much of it where we have no idea mm. it's even there. So yeah. it's, it, it, it just takes, you know, and that's why we're just walking along the street and, and we bump to that person who says that thing. And it's like, oh, fuck, hang yeah. on. And, you know, next thing your life's taking a whole different course. It's like, it's those moments that create change for us. Yeah, I just got such a sense of, you know, and so often it's, again, as women, it's like, well, how do we change this? And and I said it to my daughter this morning. I'm like, you know what, at the end of the day, you know, she was talking, you know, um, she's really worried about climate change. And she said, you know, she's like, I don't understand why people voted for, you know, for ScoMo because, <laughs> because he doesn't care about climate change and, she said, I don't understand why Australians don't care. 
about climate Ooh. change. And I said to her, I said at the end, of, and the same applies here, is we can't be worried about everybody else. We just have to do what we personally can do within ourselves, Ooh. in our own lives. And I feel like yeah. um, we need to lead by example in terms of our worth as well. Totally. Oh, my you God, yes. Yeah. Not be dictated yeah. about all the asleep people walking around us, but just continue to mm. expand and, you know, and allow as much, you know, love and pleasure and worth and just see yeah. how far we can fucking take this. Totally, mm. totally, absolutely. And that's why, you know, one of the biggest things that women face when they are coming into my yoni massage practitioner training is being visible as a sexual woman mm. and being visible as a woman who honors sexuality yeah. and that terrifies a lot of people and then that was a massive journey for me stepping up and being visible having any connection to yeah. sex publicly and you know, that's, and that's massive. And so many women have contacted me saying, oh, I'm really keen, but, you know, I'm terrified what my family's going to think, or I'm terrified what people are going to think, or, you know, I'll do it, but I'm, I, you know, I don't want to put it out on social media or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, this isn't the course for you. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a massive, massive thing being a woman who is associated with pleasure. Yeah. And, you know, every day, every post that I create, every picture that I put up of myself, it's owning that part of myself because I want to lead by example. You know, this is setting new standards for society. This is saying I'm fucking sexual and I'm okay with that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. it's, it's big. It's, and even, you know, I think even spirituality is the same as well. Oh, is totally. that it's you know, we're so like closet spiritual beings mm. and closet sexual beings, you know, and even a lot of it, you know, I think, oh, well, you know, if, if, you know, when my mum was alive, like there was, we spoke about sex all the time. Um, but I'm like, oh, what if my mother-in-law hears it? Oh, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, and, you know. But still taking a step and still, you know, just being allowed, as you say, like being okay yeah. with that part of you as well, mm. but still taking the step, you know, yeah. in it. Yeah, because totally. every time we do that, we're not being seen for who we are. And mm. that is why we chose this life. You know, that is what we came here to do is to be who we are and when, when we don't, we're just shutting down another element of who we are. And I go, I'm fucking done with feeling like I have to be someone that I'm not. And I have to shut down yeah. this part of me because someone else may or may not like care, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, totally. Mm. How then, I want to ask you, do you show up as a sexual being owning all of who you are and knowing that you are absolutely sacred, how do you, I want to say stop, I might maybe diffuse the people who still look at the shallow side of pleasure 
Mm, yeah. What do you do with um, We, well, it's, we just have a conversation. And, yeah. you know, and I do my best to make them think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not actually my job to change their mind or yeah. convince them of anything otherwise. But, yeah. you know, and I always say this, the conversation is just as important as actually doing the work because yeah. if I can just make them think or yeah. even just open up a little window of, oh, then, you know, mission accomplished. It's, yeah. you know, if, if I was going to spend my days trying to convince everyone of my beliefs, thoughts, and, and the way that I work, it, I'd, I'd yeah. be fucking exhausted and never get anywhere. Yeah, so no, that's it's, right. But sometimes yeah, it's, when it's just, you talk about sex, it invites inappropriate Ooh. sexual comments and people see yep. it as an invitation, um, yep. you know, into something else. And that's something that, mm. that, you know, I want to celebrate within myself and I want to be seen in that. But mm -hmm. I find it really annoying when people will make stupid comments yeah. about, you know, what they want to do mm. to me or you know, whatever yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you yep. do in that situation? Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, totally. Like, and, and honestly, for me at the moment, the biggest, or not the biggest, but probably the, the most common way that this plays out is that I'm, I do um, participate in online dating and, and sometimes I go on and off different things. And yeah. my biggest thing is, do I connect my Instagram account to my profile? Yeah. Because... Obviously, my Instagram account is everything that I that I am and who why yeah. I work and and you know there's yeah. there's all kinds of stuff about me on there and the instant a man sees that the yeah. correlation between me and sex is like boom that's yes. what she's here for nothing else yes. so that gives me permission to send mm. her yes. oh, you know all of those messages oh, so it's, it's like yeah yeah so it's it happens and you know it's the same on instagram i get so many yeah. messages from men oh you know yeah. i want to do this to you da, 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 da. and it's like yeah. and sometimes i engage and sometimes i don't yeah. because sometimes yeah. i just can't be fucked it's like whatever yeah. um yeah. but other days it's like actually and you know and i just say to them that's not actually what i'm here for and this is a business yeah. account and my job is to help women explore who they are sexually and to actually yeah. pull apart comments like what you have just said to me and see yeah. how that's not actually a healthy relationship with sex or pleasure and you know before you send those comments to other women or say those things outright to other women yeah i invite you just to look at why you're asking them in the first place and what it is within you that's not met that yeah. you need to be saying those things to a strange woman yeah and that's usually met with silence. Um, yeah. Or, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, you're a fucking bitch, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, okay, sure. That's <laughs> yeah. fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, oh. But it's like, yeah. yeah, you've just, it's, again, it's leading by example. It's being conscious with your words, with your interactions. And, you know, and that's a big part, unfortunately, of our social media. And there's just a lot of shit like that out there and you just have to be willing to deal with that if you're going to be public with this kind of work. Yeah. Part and parcel. Mm, thank you. Um, I want to ask you about the varieties and just changing it up back to orgasms. Um, 
I want to ask you, can you, you know, like there's so many, and I think in our first, um, in the first show we did together, we spoke about it, the different types of orgasms that are available to us. When you go, when you are self-pleasuring or you're with a partner, Mm -hmm. can you control or pick what kind of orgasm you have? I would say yes and no. (laughs) Um, I think some places, yes, they're they're so familiar and they're so sensitive that, yes, by stimulating and activating those points, yes, you you will orgasm. So, you know, I know if I have my clitoris stimulated, I will have an orgasm. So, you know, if I wanted that, I could ask him to stimulate my clitoris or I'll stimulate myself, whatever. Um, There's other points like... Um, so internally in the vaginal canal, yeah. um, like the G spot, the A spot, which is the skein's gland where women squirt from, there's yeah. the areas around the cervix, there's the cervix herself. Sometimes yeah. they need to really be turned on in a specific way. Yeah. So the woman needs to have a specific emotional state or yeah. a specific energetic vibration, yeah. or they do need to be stimulated in a very specific stroke or way for that particular woman. Yeah. And sometimes that may work and sometimes that may not. So even if you yeah. do want to have an orgasm from your cervix, you may not be able to, or other times you'll just be in, in deep, passionate lovemaking or self-pleasure and you'll just hit this spot and holy fucking shit, it takes over and you just have this incredible orgasm like you've never had before from a particular spot so yeah i think yes and no we you know our our yonis are their own world and you know they're they're they really have their own power and juice and energy and there's a lot going on there that we're not aware of so when we engage in sex or um any kind of sexual interaction she can be stimulated in ways that we don't expect yeah so yeah. yeah I think definitely yes and no like you can you can go in and try to make it happen sometimes yeah. it will sometimes it won't so, yeah but the yeah. more familiar you are the more you do this work the more you go into yourself mm-hmm. the easier it will become to make it a yes to make that happen and you know I've noticed that massively within myself like my orgasms and my um, sensitivity and my lubrication has changed incredibly over the last two years, the last 12 months in particular. Um, you know, and for me, I squirted for the first time just in February this year. And, you know, and I've been doing this work for quite a while. And, and I noticed in the build-up to that, my orgasms were becoming so much more intense mm. and my lubrication was like ridiculous ridiculous and I was like what is going on she's like this there's this fucking tap inside that just is not switching off yeah and then and then I I was able to start squirting and I was just like holy fuck and now it's like again they're going to a new level and the intensity the energetic intensity of them is changing again Mm -hmm. so the more you do this work the more your relationship with your orgasms changes and evolves so it's like you know it's continuous it's a continuous process that there's always more to learn and discover yeah absolutely and it is it's amazing and but you know what like it takes 
It takes a conscious effort. It takes being oh, yeah. present in the absolute moment. And it takes work. Like you can't, you know, you have yep. to do the work. You have to yeah. prioritize. You actually want it. You, you yeah. need to be able to allow yourself and do the work to expand into it as well. And um, yeah. I think that a lot of people don't realize that. They think that like an amazing orgasm just happens and you continually yeah. evolve. But it actually yeah. takes a lot of work. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's not just work. That, you know, it's not just um, orgasms and rainbows. It's, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, it's the hard work. It's the emotional work. It's the energetic work. It's, it's like, it's the fear of, you know, of all those emotional fears and all the shit. That's the stuff that you've got to work on. Yeah. 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 So true. So true. Um, and that, you know, in that again, like you just, I think, I feel like, you know, the more intentional we are around that, I think, you know, the more we can actually experience as well. Yeah. Which is really exciting. I want to ask you then is because, you know, you just, you speak about how, you know, the Yoni has its own, I can't remember the word you said, and it was really beautiful, but I can't remember it. It has its own experience, you know, it has its own, I want to say agenda almost. I don't know whether that's probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so with that, and you speak about, you know, the, the, the pleasure points and, and everything mm. else. So coming back to <laughs> my, we were talking about you, my partner and I, and because um, <laughs> we were kid free on a drive. So, you know, what else do you talk about? But, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, and so we were talking about you and he said, he's like, well, how the hell, Renee, do you teach Yoni massage. And I'm like, well, how do you teach anything? He's like, is it practical? And I'm like, well, there's practical, there'll be theory, there'll be a whole lot of other. So for those who are watching, who are going, what the fuck is a Yoni massage? And why would I even want to go there? And who mm. would even be interested? And I'm saying, I was saying Yoni practitioner. So I don't know whether that's the right the right term yep. but why don't you tell us about yep. um about how you teach this why you teach this and what people mm. can begin to uncover and expect to discover about yeah. And yeah. um yeah well again John Owens question <laughs> um, I know, yeah so your whole face just lit up it's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that in a nutshell that's what it is <laughs> um yeah so yoni massage um fucking changed my life like in so many ways so many directly correlated ways and so many fucking twist and turn and and weird ass ways and you know yoni massage is i i actually don't it's not that I don't like calling it Yoni Massage because it's so much more than that, but I just yet yeah. to come up with yeah. what it really is, what it, like what to actually call it. So Yoni Massage is basically physically a full body massage that includes breast, buttocks, external and internal vaginal massage. Yeah. So 
it takes a lot of courage for a woman to say yes to that, to step into a pace, place with a professional, yeah. get naked and have them touch her body in that way. Yeah. And, you know, consent is a huge, huge, yeah. huge thing. And I educate women on full-bodied consent. Yeah. So really feeling with every single cell in your body, yes mm. or no, and honouring that and having it honoured, really fucking powerful. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's a process. So I create a really sacred space, a beautiful, like a temple space, yeah. This is the temple of she. The temple of she is where women come into to do this and she comes in and we talk about why are you here what's your intention why do you want to do this and a little bit about her history her relationship with her body her yoni who she is as a woman and any experiences that she's had that have positively or negatively impacted that Mm. and then we start the process and she gets naked and and we start by laying face down Because when you think about when you're naked, you feel slightly less vulnerable laying face down than you do on your back open to the world. So we start there and then eventually roll the woman over and then um, breasts and then asking permission to massage externally and then asking again permission to enter the vagina. And why would you do it? It's... For me, it taught me so much about my physical body. It taught me what it can feel like. It taught me how it can be touched. It taught me what sensations my body can create. What um, It taught me about energy. It taught me about sexual energy. So you feel, you literally feel the energy coursing through your body and a lot of women will get tingling or numb hands and even in their face because the energy is flowing through their body. It taught me about um, even just the physicality of my vagina and actually how she works. Yeah, as a midwife, I knew the anatomy. Yeah, I knew the ligaments and the muscles and the pelvic floor and and all the bits and, and, you know, how it works for childbirth and da-da-da-da-da-da. But I didn't actually know the pleasure anatomy of my vagina. And that is huge. So I learned, you know, her pleasure anatomy and how she works. And Mm -hmm. so then I could start to explore her more and then I could figure out what she is capable of. And, you know, I am very fortunate. I don't have any kind of sexual trauma or I don't have children, so there's no birth trauma. I don't have any of that kind of stuff. So um, I have really been able to explore her in a very sexual way without trauma there that I've had to kind of work through first, if you like. Um, And so women come for yoni massages for all kinds of reasons. Yeah. They come because they're 40 years old and they've never been able to orgasm. They come because they've got horrendous periods. They come because they have had a horrible childbirth, because they had sexual abuse, because they've had a hysterectomy and they feel so much guilt and they, you know, they want their yoni back. Um, Women who want to improve their sex life, women who want to improve their intimacy with their partners, women who just don't know their anatomy and want to be told what's what, what's where and how it feels when it's touched. Um, Just so many different reasons women come into the space. And sometimes, and I do it just because 
I just want to go there. I just want to go into that fucking sacred temple space and just be fucking pleasured in such a deep, sacred way. And that's usually why I do, why I receive yoga massages now is because I just want that. And, you know, so that's then what I take into teaching. And the reason I'm teaching was basically the universe gave me a massive kick up the ass and said, this is your next step. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to ignore that for a while. Another kick up the ass. I'm just going to ignore <laughs> that too. Another kick up the ass. Like, and I was like, oh, all right, I'm going to do this. And, you know, and I realized the impact that this work has on women mm-hmm. and the women's lives that have changed because they have said yes to this work, because they said yes, took the courage, came into the space, explored themselves and had a transformation mm-hmm. and took that out into their life. And I was able to hold that space for them. I didn't do it for them. Yoni massage cannot fucking heal anyone. It cannot fix anything. Yeah, that is not me that does any of that. I just hold a space for a woman to come into to do that for herself. And I needed to take that to a bigger scale. I needed to take that to more women. And I wanted women to do what I was doing. Because sexual massage and tantra is an unregulated industry. It is an industry where there's a lot of seediness, there's a lot of abuse, there's a lot of illegitimacy in teaching, in training, in practitioners. And I fucking hate that. I hate that. And as a midwife who comes from such a highly fucking regulated industry Mm -hmm. where if you don't abide by the standards, you're out. Um, I kind of, I I wanted to bring some of that in and I thought, okay, Mm -hmm. the best way for me to do that is to create my own training, to create my own standard of what is a truly high quality practitioner. And, you know, there are some trainers out there who are doing their own version and are producing great quality trainers, but there's not enough. And so that's what I wanted to do. And so I thought, okay, so what do I do that's different? How do I approach this that is different to other people? And how can I teach that? Yes. Because a lot of the way that I do it is me. Like it's, it's just me. That's just the way I am and who I am. And that's why my massages are the way they are. So I was like, okay, how do I translate that into teaching? So, you know, and some of that I figured out and some of that I'm still figuring out. Um, And, you know, the training starts on the 2nd of September. Mm -hmm. So I've still got a bit of time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it's, it's, yeah, it's teaching women. So, you know, obviously there's a practicality. So teaching them anatomy, physiology. We talk about things like STIs, um, infection control, all of that sort of basic stuff. and then, you know, we, t- we specialize in things. So we talk about yoni massage in pregnancy and yoni massage in women without hyster- who have had hysterectomies. And because, um, you know, that creates physical differences that you need to know yeah. about as a practitioner. Um, and then we go into the, the bigger stuff. It's like, okay, so you've got a woman who has a severe history of sexual abuse. How are you going to hold her safely in this space so that she doesn't walk out more traumatized? Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 understanding all of that and being able to hold all of that space for mm-hmm. women because every woman is different. She has a different relationship and she's coming to you for a different reason. Yeah. So it's 
it you know it's it's a complete holistic training it is i've i've tried to incorporate every possible facet that i could think of and so for that reason it's six month training um and we do come together for eight days in Bali to do the practical. So where the, the women will massage each other to learn the practical under the supervision of me and, you know, the basic techniques and where and how to massage and that kind of thing for the physical. But then the rest is very intuitive. And and then they go off and they have like a three-month um, apprenticeship, if you like, with clinical support from me. So they will go and do practice clients. We will debrief. We get feedback from the client um, to really produce the best possible practitioner that we, that we can because women deserve that. Women yeah. deserve practitioners who are fucking incredible, and that's what I want to create. So, it's yeah, it's, it's no easy feat, <laughs> that's uh-huh. for sure. Um, but what it is producing is just incredible. And it makes me so fucking excited Mm. that more and more women are going to have access to this kind of deeply sacred work. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and women are saying yes to this. Women are ready for this, which is really fucking exciting. It is absolutely beautiful woman. Thank you so much for being on today. You are welcome. Mm. Every conversation, <laughs> I'm already going, oh, yes, I could chat to you forever on a gazillion topics. <laughs> so maybe we just need to like run the events. But, um, <laughs> yeah. You are such mm. a gift to this world. And um, I just want to say thank you for being on, not just on the show today, but thank you for just continuing to show up and to face your fear and every single kick up the ass that you had (laughs) to expand more and more into this work because um, it is so absolutely needed. And, um, you know, I feel like that it's just some of the most empowering work that women, women can do. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. It takes mm. a grounded, strong, epic woman to do to undertake this kind of body of work. I'm yeah. absolutely mm. in reverence to you for that. So yeah, just thank, uh, thank you, you thank you for woman. today. Thank you thank for you. being. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you are welcome. It's my absolute you pleasure, are. and yeah. As you know, any any opportunity I get to talk about this shit, I'm so there. <laughs> because, yeah, I live yeah. and breathe it. And it, it. It runs in my blood. So I just love any opportunity to talk about this because, you know, the conversation is what plants the seed and gets people thinking. So any person who tunes into yeah. this, you know, even for five minutes and gets something out of it is, yeah. you know, job done. So... Yeah, it, it's so important and, you know, and I do have other courses, not just the, the practitioner trainings. I actually have a 12-week course starting next Monday, which is oh. a really awesome opportunity for women who want to start this journey. Like, where the fuck do I start? This is a really good yeah. place. You come into a safe, supported space. It's online, so you can do it from anywhere and it's exploring who am I as a sexual woman? And what insecurities, what fears, what shit have I pushed down that is stopping me 
mm. from really opening up and going there. So there, there's still places left and it does start next Monday. Um, I'll put some links and stuff in the comments here so that people can have right. a look if they're yeah. keen. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you soon and I will see everybody next Monday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you, beautiful awesome. woman. Enjoy yeah. the rest of your day. I will. So Thank you. For tuning into this Thank epic so conversation. Tuning in to this I am Renee Maine and I am over and out for now. However, we can continue this conversation on our Facebook conversation, on our Facebook page, forward slash Facebook or jump onto the website reneemaine.com.au and you can explore what your own hedonistic way, what your own hedonistic way might look like.